Welcome to the next episode of Splitting Cases. This is a podcast, as you know, about beer and talking a bit of shit. And our next guest is well-versed in both of those things. One, at least, professionally. Yeah, I'm quite excited for this episode, first of all, because it's the first time we've actually split a case in a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've sort of been on beer rations. We've been but, beer um, rations and um, responsible baby man time, because yeah, uh, as we mentioned, the last we certainly podcast. went all out tonight in getting a selection of different beers. A selection of local beers, and for a particular reason, because there's a local man with a local interest. Shannon from One for the Road, welcome. Thanks a lot, guys. It's now, true. <laughs> what what's your expertise in, in that? What's what's your business? What do you do? Uh, basically, I take people around and teach them about beer, or more specifically, I take them around to all the little venues people don't know exist in Newcastle. I've met with the managers and we've set up custom menus. So this is stuff you can't get anywhere else other than on tour. You get to meet the owner. They walk you through the bar, show you what's happening, and then you eat. Good beer, good food matched together. Yeah. And along the way, it's like history of Newcastle, current trends, and history of beer. And like, why, when did you start this? We did a trial run last December with a couple of friends. Mm. And But my wife and I do it anyway, because we wander around, we like to go to the new places, and there's a new bar popping up every 10 seconds in Newcastle. Kind of sense a theme, even though we're not getting paid for this, that Pointy and I kind of went, we talk a lot of shit and drink a lot of beer. Mm. We should, people want to listen to this. We're geniuses. I feel like we had the first half of your idea. Yeah. But not the second. <laughs> you were like, I like doing this. How can I get money out of it? Yeah. We were just like, we like doing this. And then we stopped there. <laughs> so before you get to the, before you get to the whole reason you're here, your subject, I'm curious because I've got a lot of questions so please like I hope this doesn't get too much like a like a grueling interview nah, far away but okay so people get in touch with one for the road mm -hmm. and they come out on a tour and they go and pretty much you like go out and drink with them and eat with them and okay so first of all are you, you allowed to drink well, no, I don't, I don't drink on you've got a responsible service insurance or? was the big killer. Right. Uh, we uh, had to go through six companies and then all of them turned me down and that's a lot of applications to fill out for mm -hmm. them. They go, nah. So I got a broker, an insurance broker, and he found me one. And basically, it's more of a public liability thing. So if yeah. you're on the tour and you're drunk and you like throw yourself through a car windshield or whatever it is yeah. you guys do on a night out. <laughs> um, That's what I do every week. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> it's great Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. It's a great way to keep in chance. We're like, I really don't want to go back to work tomorrow. I'll just throw myself in front of a car. We do not advocate throwing yourself in front of any moving vehicle. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Uh, but yeah, long story short, insurance is a big issue. And hmm. I've got my RSA and generally it's just better because people have a fair bit of, of beer. You have about nine, 200 mil lots of beer and they're IPAs, stouts, big volume in alcohol. So, you're so not necessarily volume of liquid, but volume of alcohol. That's what yeah. catches up with people because they're like, oh, it's only a little beer. And I'm like, that's 7.6%. That will catch up to you. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like how you don't drink nine glasses of wine. If you drink nine glasses of wine, you're paralytic. Wine is a killer. Wine so is such a killer. It's, yeah. It's the such a creeper. Killer. It's a very sneaky, it's a sneaky drink. <laughs> 
So we've established, so you're not allowed to drink. How does that go? Is that a bit no, gut-wrenching? No, that's, nah, that's fine. The, the hardest thing is when we go to Chook and Brewski because that's like the best chicken in the world. Mm. And it's just like everyone's eating. Insurance-wise, can you eat the chicken? Totally. Yeah. But okay. I don't. Uh, the just, cholesterol. Yeah. Your doctor's <laughs> just in the background just going, no. Like, yeah. How often You probably you... shouldn't eat like food from pubs. All the time. All yeah. the time. <laughs> we should definitely eat food from the pubs on like a... Like a sometimes food basis. Yeah. Oh yeah, for like sure. Wednesday How often through do you Sunday. do this though? Um, it varies. So it's picking up. If I want to get weekday drunk, do you do it in the weekdays? Yeah, we just did one today. Cool. So that was just a old couple from Adelaide, and they just rang up and were like, "Oh, are you available? Yep, sure." So you're like, there's no like minimum lot of people. You do a couple. No. So right now, because I'm so new, mm. I'll take Whatever two you can people. Get. Yeah, because. You know, those two people can tell their friends and yep. go from there. Yeah, yeah. So. so, question. Are they usually mostly awesome or are some people jerks? Everyone's been really cool. cool. I had a group of 10 guys who were out from Melbourne, guys night out. And we did a we did one tour in the afternoon and them at night. And they were out to like get drunk. But they were, they were lovely still. That's they were funny drunk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's okay to want to get drunk. If you're not the sort of person that wants to get drunk and then have a fight. Yeah. If it's like, yeah. if you really want to get drunk, have a bit of a laugh. Yeah. That's, that's fine. They that's were fine. Like loud singing, but yeah. that's fine. That's yeah. fine. We got a TripAdvisor review from that tour. Are you on we're, TripAdvisor? We're on TripAdvisor. Oh, cool. But we, we got like, one from just some like bloke. He wasn't even on the tour. He's just like, oh, look sick. Need to book for that. Five stars. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Thanks, man. Well, I'll just say if anyone wants to give us a five-star review on iTunes, that would be lovely. Yeah, we love five-star <laughs> reviews. Even if you haven't listened to the podcast, even if you just want to say, I want to listen to that look sick five-star review, go <laughs> we'll for take it. it. We'll, we'll take it. Take it. We'll Maybe take you it. walk past the recording area and you thought, oh, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a little bit meta that he might have not listened to the podcast, but heard, heard this. That. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I'll ask you more about this like during the course of this anyway. But what's your topic? Like, what is your topic for splitting cases? Uh, I thought I'd pick one, just the bar scene of Newcastle. It's pretty broad and there's all the old classics in there. But yeah, basically what we do is a response to the city growing in the bar scene. Yeah. I think people kind of miss it. Everyone's like, ah, the East End's dead. And like, you've been in the East End, it's... Yeah. pumping there's so many bars well like not to give away our, our respective ages but we're all around a similar age and so when we started going out into you know legal aged pubs and clubs it's completely different it's completely different and if you're from Newcastle and if you've ever been to Newcastle you'll notice how it's changing oh yeah for sure like when I first turned 18 the places to go would have been like the Jolly Roger oh I miss the Jolly Roger. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was yeah Jolly Roger, the Cambridge. Not so much then, but like was sort of starting Still to pick up. Pumping, yeah, yeah, it was starting to pick up. Now they've got the um, surf but city the there. Surf City was nuts, oh, and um, the Mercury was like a pretty big thing yeah. as well. So, yeah, I remember um, being carried down the stairs like cannot walk in the Mercury, <laughs> and the security guard walks past. He looks at us and goes get him some water while 
pointing at me. Yeah, like. I, I'm pretty sure most of the clientele at the Mercury weren't drinking alcohol anyway. No. Which is probably why you, like, <laughs> stuck out. Yeah, it's just like, oh, a drunk person at Mercury. Ah. So, what was... And apologies in advance for asking a somewhat personal question. So, what was, like, your first exposure to, like, drinking alcohol? Was that was it... much less personal than I yeah, thought you were going to yeah. go. Oh, well, it's kind of personal. Like, yeah, maybe, like... Totally I mean, so in the past... I, I don't know what he's going to say. He could turn around and say, well, when I was first born... My Careful. dummy was no, soaked no. in beer. Don't go so low. So, I don't know. So, I'll just, you know, making sure that no, I was covering all bases before I asked the question. I'm I sure it's like every drunk asshole teenager. Basically, we hung out the front of a liquor store, waited, kept finding people to ask to buy us booze, gave some dude $60 for a bottle of Jim Beam. He went in, got it, must have been laughing about it to himself because he handed it to us and the bar owners come out and going, hey, and chased us and we sprinted oh away. Oh my God. And also, everyone... $60, that's an inflated <laughs> cost for her. We didn't know what it cost. So we are just like, yeah, here's some money, Like man. back then, it would have been like $30 that's for sure. That's why he was laughing to himself. He's like, hey, one for them and one for me. So... Oh God. Did he at least get your like green label or something? No, it was, it was white label. It was Ooh. enough. We just ah. drank that straight from the bottle and yeah, drank way too much of it. And whereabouts um, in Newcastle did you grow up? Uh, Cardiff South. Cardiff South, okay. Yeah. I grew up in Beresfield. I don't know if I mentioned this on previous podcasts before. I grew up... I probably did. Of course I mentioned... With You've the... mentioned that you grew up in New Zealand a lot. Yeah, but... When... Okay, <laughs> Almost fine. every episode. By the way, did you know? No. But, when but look, came... it's always someone's first time listening to this. Yeah, but there was a point to it. There was a point that I may not have made. There was always... A facet of my life in New Zealand that I may not have. You're a multifaceted man. Multifaceted. And a dedicated follower of fashion. You know it. <laughs> anyway, when I came back to Newcastle after living in small town New Zealand, mm. in small town New Zealand, let me describe the bar scene. We had a western themed bar called Danger Danger. That sounds but pretty cool. It was kind of not really a bar, it was more like a Bar slash club. No, it was like a bar was slash Was it like a front club. for a brothel? Because that's kind of what it sounds no, like. No, no, no. They just had cages where people got up and danced and um, so pretty close. head and things. Anyway, right next door was like Heaven, which was an That R- was definitely a brothel then. Yeah. Well, no, it was an R&B club which hosted underage discos and then the next night was also a strip club. So it was a multi-purpose venue. There's always going to be a strip club with a name like Heaven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they had, like, what, a sports bar and maybe one live music venue that rarely got used. So, like, when I came back to Newcastle, I thought the bar scene was, oh, my God, it was amazing. There was so much to do. Yeah, and it was awesome in, like, the 2000, 2004. Especially and... when you're that age as well. Yeah. It was going off, but... But maybe it's a lot better now for people that don't want to go out and drink, like, boozy, boozy slushies in club. Frostbites. Yeah. That was Frostbites. No longer existing. R.I.P. Frostbites. It's tapas bar now upstairs. Oh, really? Yeah, it was turnt for a few Is it months. no longer turnt? Turnt is the worst name in the history of a nightclub. Seriously. <laughs> What's the name? Turnt. 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 Yeah. yeah. Every time I drove past... It sounds like something you catch. Every time I drove past turns, I would always think of the Beyonce song, like, Surfboard. Like, like, do we know what we're talking about? You're looking at me blankly. It's no, like surfboard it. instead of a D, it's a T. And she's yeah. like, surfboard. 
Ah, oh, no. horse. And I'm like, yeah. like turnt. You know, it shouldn't have a T yeah. on the end. What Doesn't is a turnt? No, it I'm with you. It does terrible. sound like some sort of disease. Yeah, well, he's, yeah. Oh, he's got the turnts. <laughs> he's got <laughs> the turnt. <laughs> Stand clear. So, started off on the gym bean. Yeah. Um. So not a beer fan at that point no not at all um i stuck to spirits so i just worked my way through them consistently discovered goon briefly that was bad um, it is lovely taste and stuff it's not when you drink all of it <laughs> well you're not meant to drink four liters no no one but no you one tells you that when you're legally buying alcohol from yeah. the guy in the parking lot he doesn't like walk you through those stages uh, which I is why feel, we endorse being i feel like the tip i feel like the tip is that you only see people drinking goon in parks and public places. Yeah, That's where your life's going to lead yeah. you yeah. <laughs> if you're drinking four liters of goon. Did double as a pillow in the park. Yeah. That was, that was good. The silver dreams. <laughs> but did, didn't start drinking beer till 18 when you could get in the pub and that was the cheapest thing. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like two is new because it was four bucks or something and it wasn't about appreciating the beer it was just what it, it was. was available yeah, yeah. but I... then it started going up in price but not quality yeah, yeah. it's like oh this still kind of sucks but you cost a lot more now yeah well it's kind of like that because today i guess sometimes you have a choice where you can go out to yeah. somewhere and like choose to pay like five six bucks for a schooner of new or you can pay a dollar or two more and get something that's a lot more delicious yeah absolutely like you've got those options now but back in the day it was really exciting when extra dry was on tap <laughs> that didn't never, happen until I've never liked extra dry it gives me headaches you give me a headache you give me a headache <laughs> oh that was just too easy but yeah like I don't know extra dry is just I don't know it's had this sort it's of weird taste to it like it's the, um, I'd rather drink two is new than than extra dry but the good thing is the the, the (laughs) whole thing that's helping this bar boom along in Newcastle is craft beer the fact that people are willing to pay that extra dollar or two more for a good beer they sort of understand you get what you pay for yeah yeah. it's like with all booze like cheap wine tastes like cheap wine cheap vodka is cheap vodka cheap wine feels like cheap wine (laughs) you know I know it's definitely like um, horses for courses though like you know, if you if you buy the cheap vodka, but you know you're mixing it with like Coke or yeah. lemonade or something, it's like, is it really that big of a deal? Yeah, it's yeah. more your hangover than <laughs> yeah. Day, it's the why. same as like you know if you're drinking Tui's new, but you're out at the football or whatever, and you've got to drink it out of a plastic cup anyway, yeah. and it's going to go hot in ten minutes. It's like, well, it I'll probably doesn't that. matter. That's fine. Yeah. But if you're going to go to a nice bar. And sit down and have a nice meal. You might as well get something that, that yeah, tastes a bit better. Yeah, match it with beer. But yeah, it's really good at the moment. We've got all these venues that cater to that. We kind of mm. lost that. Like, oh, I call it our prohibition era, where <laughs> when we um, when we got in the basically the lockout, the lockout laws, and and they were great. They really did serve a purpose. We had clubs that were not only rated like the worst around Newcastle but it was the worst in the state like yeah. Fenny's was shockingly which bad is pretty for bad for a, a city that's not yeah. that large <laughs> like the, to be yeah. overtaking places in Sydney yeah it's really bad so we obviously had a problem yeah but it was like lack prohibition it served a purpose but now it needs to it needs to be opened up it needs to become more flexible like if you're going to punish bad bars you should also reward good bars 
because there's mm. not that incentive. Like, well, I've kicked ass for two years. I've never had an incident. <clears throat> um, but you, then you get people who come down on all venues. Like, yeah, and a lot of a lot of the venues previously were about packing as many people as you can into them and like, having space for people to dance and fight each other and all that yeah. stuff. I mean, no. if you can't swing a schooner into someone's head, there's not enough room. Yeah. But the fact is that a lot of these smaller bars, well, a lot of these new bars are occupying smaller spaces with yeah. a more exclusive clientele, a better bar list, and there's not that incentive to, you know, fill it every night and, like, have no. the bouncer on the door is, like, lining people up and kicking people out. and Yeah. You know, it's... It's atmosphere. That's although, I do wonder whether some of them are getting to the point where someone's seriously going to ask for a single plum floating in perfume. So, <laughs> the man's fat. Right that. <laughs> Absolutely. I ordered that all the time at yeah. the time. Did you guys do that? <laughs> to, be, to be honest, like, if he's not allowed to drink during his tours, what else can he have at perfume? <laughs> perfume. Well, maybe you can open an oxygen bar. <laughs> you mentioned the terrace. That has just reopened. Why yeah. did it close for so long? The terrace closed because um, it wasn't doing very well. Okay. It, it was really new, really exciting when it first opened in yeah. 2012. It was Newcastle's first small grungy bar on yeah. that small license. Um, it was. I remember that. That was quite... We went there for your birthday awesome. one year, didn't we? Yeah, I think yeah. we did. Yeah. Best old fashions in the city. Yeah. Fantastic. Great craft beer, but... I had bands playing upstairs as well sometimes. Yeah. So. DJs, yeah. good stuff. That that sort of shut down the upstairs and it wasn't um, managed like um, as business savvy just as it could have been. Like it didn't yeah. do food. It didn't take bookings. Beer not being on taps, big thing for mm, people. And yeah. they kept running out of stock. That's really bad too. So if you don't have beers on tap, you don't have beers in the fridge, like... If you come yeah. in on a Sunday night at eight o'clock and the fridge is empty, that's not a good sign. That's a yeah, you're like, all right, I'm gonna leave. And not having food, like you need to serve food. People drink, they get hungry, they stay longer with food. And also, like, surely, like, as the owner or you know, as the business, you want people to stay longer. Yeah. And you want them to not be rolling around on the ground drunk. Yeah. So giving them some food is going to mean that they'll drink for longer and be less of a pain in the ass. Yeah, definitely. They've reopened and like it's yeah, changed. It's, it's a new owner. So the person who's revamped and redone the star, mm. he now owns the terrace. Okay. So there's a good little hub of bars there. You've got um, Katatsu in there. Never been to Katatsu. Really cool. Brick, steel, good cocktails. They make a old fashioned with bacon. Oh, with bacon? Yeah. See, that's the reaction they want. Bacon? Yeah, it actually ruins the old fashioned. Oh, yeah. Slap bacon or anything. I want it. That's a great novelty. I <laughs> want it. it. Grant is their prime clientele. It's like, I get excited about a lot of things. And they'll just be like, that'll be $30, and you'll be just swiping your card away. <laughs> What if I what if I like brought my own bacon? Would they lower the price? BYO if bacon. I just like brought like a pack of bacon and just say, can you like fry this all up and stick it in a glass? I don't know. They should. They, BYO bacon would really just like take bars to new levels. I don't I know think. how that would work though. But what else is around there? What else is good? What else do we got around there? Oh, you've got the star that's yep. reopened, and yep. we've also got why can't, the Happy Wombat, which is really cool. Happy you guys Wombat, been there? no. Yeah. You guys haven't been there? I haven't been to any of these places. It's like a real little hub of bars. So now when you come from the Cambridge, you've got a middle ground to stay 
you can bark mm. up around there. Um, Which always used to be a major issue that there's nothing in between no. the Cambridge. Now no. there's all these little bars you can jump around. Well, there used to be the... Well, I guess it's still there, but when it was the Ducks Nuts, I did use well, to stop yeah, off there. Well, yeah, that's true, that's true. But that was always a bit dicey. Well, you had to definitely watch yourself in yeah. there. Now it's called Silk and it's lost its license for 10 years because a dude was serving underage kids. Yeah. There you go. That's not That'll do it. Yeah. Probably a poor plan. Don't, yeah. don't do that. So I'm ashamed to admit as well, considering the premise of the name, but I haven't been to Chook and Brewskies. Haven't you? Mm-hmm. Oh man, you're missing out. You need to come on tour. I kind of want to go on tour. Yeah, you guys should come on tour. Well, you can I do like think a live cast. Last was about to say, we should do that as an episode. Yeah, yeah, we should follow up with a live cast. And we should try and get um, a bunch of people that have been on Splitting Cases before. Yeah. And we'll do it as like um, some sort of celebration, maybe for like the 50th episode or something. We'll consider this one for the road part one. Yeah. But return of one for the road. Return of one for the road. <laughs> we, um,. We went to a whole bunch of, like, we had a gig we were going to, and we both finished work. This was maybe about a year ago now. And the night before Davey? The night before Davey. Yeah. Or the night of Davey. Um, could you raid the fridge? Might have more things. Um, what shall we drink, boys? Six drink? Six drink? Uh, oh, just collection of beers. Just updating, we've just finished a Murray's Whale Owl, uh, local brew. Murray's we went to for... Pointy's bucks, and I've been there a bunch of times. I can handle them, professional. Just... <laughs> well, we've got the expert here, so. Okay. We actually had these six strings at my wedding. Oh, right. Yeah, custom ordered it, um, which is really good. They wanted $10 a bottle for uh, stone and wood. I ended up getting these for $6.50 a can, which is gold. All right. Now, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, you were talking about you were spruiking Murray's. Oh no, I wasn't really spruiking Murray's. I just I get excited about a lot of things, and I love Murray's, and I love Murray's. Murray's is worth getting excited about. Murray's is worth getting excited about. I have a Murray's hat with a bottle opener. I'm happy about that. Anyway, um, yeah, we decided to go to a lot of the new bars and sort of do our own one for the road before one for the road was a one for the road thing, mm. and um. I embarrassed myself in front of Davy Lane from UMI that night. Not embarrassed myself, but I, I kind of... I think I talked a lot of blabber to him. Well, we did have quite a few drinks before that show. Where did we go? We went to... Uh, what's the one on Hunter Street that's like we, the we whiskey met, bar? We met at the Edwards. Cole and Cedar. Yeah, hold on. We went to the Edwards, which I think is really good. Like, it's more of a restaurant-y thing than a bar. But they it's have really some cool. cool beers and it's a really cool vibe yeah. in there. I really like the Edwards. Yeah, it's we great. started there. Then we went to... Colin Cedar. Yeah, that was a massive track. Good effort. Yeah, we've been then, drinking. And then we went to Red Baron? No, I we went to the Central. Central. Oh, yeah. Yes, which is the old Bacchus. Bacchus, yeah. yeah. Which apparently used to be like a me- like a Methodist mission or something like that. Um, it was a French theatre. Yeah, it was a French theatre. And yeah. before that, I think it was a mission. Yeah. Yeah. It's- it's, it's had, a crazy beautiful building. Yeah. Now it's a bar, so I can well, go in there. It's it's <laughs> had it's had this wonderful descent from like religious place to theatre to restaurant to bar. Yeah. 
Yeah. I feel like the original owners would uh, not be very happy about <laughs> the transition. If they beer, they'd be all right. It's like, yeah. come on, man, look at all these cool beers. Everyone's happy with beers. Everyone. And then we went to the Red Baron after after a trip to Omar's Kitchen for pretzels. Yeah, Red Baron's really classy. Yeah. And we had a we had a beer at Omar's as well. Did we? Yeah, yeah we did. That's yeah. right. Massive, yeah, we had like a, one of those massive steins. They had yeah, a right. flat cardboard yeah. beer and I picked it up and I said, do you have real ones of these? Uh, we were right. in fine form oh, at this point. It was a long it. trip. Well, it was a, it was a tour. Yeah. It was a pretty decent walk, really. We walked from one side of town to the other. Yeah. And back again. West <laughs> and then back again, yeah. Oh, no. We actually got the train from Did Newcastle we? to Wickham. Oh, yeah. When there was still a train yeah. between Newcastle and Wickham. That was a good night, though. Yeah, it was. That was our own one for the road tour. Is each one for the road tour somewhat different? Or, like, as far as what bars you visit? Or are you pretty set in this is the path we're going to go on well um we've got i got the basic tour which is what i've been running for the past five months or so and now i'm just getting now that we've got some hard data and can shop around other bars and go hey this is what we do for you come on board because believe it or not we've had some bars say no don't bring people in and give us money surprising yeah but, you know can't help some people but uh now we have like the basic tour and then I'm going to do like a middle of the range tour and a really high end tour, which is where we do every bar and you'll be trekking from like all the way from the East end, well out past to Hamilton. I feel like the high end You're going to lose a bunch a of weight. Not bucket. that you need to lose weight, no. but, <laughs> but like all these tours, it's going to be a good fitness regime. That's what I tell my doctor. It's like, yeah, there's all this beer and food and then there's some beer, but I walk. But yeah. I thought it was the opposite. I, I thought it was the opposite. I was drinking so much beer. How are you going to keep weight off? But yeah, if you're not drinking the but beer. But no, like he's not drinking. Yeah, and you're walking. walking. So you're walking. You're talking. Yeah. You're so, saying, hey, maybe don't light that on fire. You can do all <laughs> the things. Walk, talk, say don't light that on fire. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Trained professional. Certified by me. That's, that's like <laughs> that's one like... out of three better than like a pet. So... <laughs> So what bars are included on the sort of standard? On the on your basic. I feel like that's revealing to... his secrets. Like he's a magician, though. Nah, it's cool. We've got we've got like our partners on the web page. You can check it out. But the basic tour is really cool. It's just a good intro into three really cool bars in the city. So we go, Chuck and Brewski, the Central, and the Hop Factory. Mm-hmm. But we've also gotten on board some really other cool bars. We've got the Lucky. We tried them out today. They were awesome. Very attentive, very knowledgeable too. I went to the Lucky last night. They were good. They're really good. The bar manager's good game there. I, I like him. But the Lucky has no, no, with the whole Jeff McCloy association. Who cares? I'm, not, I'm not sure I can get behind that place. I can get there behind <laughs> that place. Jeff McCloy's a businessman. Yeah, he's, he's also not a saying, jerk. <laughs> but he's not saying I'm the mayor of Newcastle. Come to my bar. Mm. He's a businessman. And also, you know that in the middle section. Where mm. they had like the eatery area in the middle, yeah. and you got the windows to the rooms, and you can stay in the rooms. Yeah, I've always wanted to rent one of the rooms and just open the blinds and wander around in the nude. Of if course, you, you do. Uh, book a tour, you get ten percent discount on a room there. <laughs> Pointy. Well, you can make that part of the celebration. When yes. We do this tour, part two. Yes, <laughs> I would be booking a table at the Lucky that night. <laughs> Let's oh, just say... I just have to duck up to my room for a moment. Ah, oh, sweet Jesus. No one look at the window. Let's just say there's a full moon out tonight. <laughs> you worry me sometimes. You really do. Uh, I don't know. I, it's not like I'm a nudist, but if I could wander in front of the... You're more an exhibitionist. Yeah, I think so. 
Although, nothing cutesy when I say these things. Like, if you had the chance, you wouldn't do it. What about that night I was walking home from the stag um, back here after I went to see the gin club play? There was a guy, like, running down Maitland Road naked. Yeah. Like, this was at, like, I don't know, 1am. Just going for a jog. <laughs> Just, yeah, in the raw. Good old It was mate. a very odd scene. Yeah, right. I feel like if you're going to run naked in public, probably that's the time to do it. I don't know. It's pretty damn cold at like and one a.m. Well, yeah, you should but... run. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, where is Six String from? They're like Central Coast. Erina, Erina. Yeah. Are they new? Uh, they started in 2012. Okay. They didn't open until 2013. They had three. They rented out a site. Then the community. Uh, no, they got screwed over by the lease. Second oh, site, God. the community opposition came up. Because people hear brewery, they think it's a nightclub, they get confused. Yeah. Because, you know, it's the brewery in yeah. town. You wouldn't believe how many questions we get about that. What do you mean? Like, if um, the brewery can is we a go brewery. To the brewery. Yeah, is it a brewery? Can, can, we, <laughs> like, can we go to the brewery? And we're like, well, we can. Why do you want to go there? Oh, for, you know, to brew beer. They, the brewery's not they a brewery. They haven't for not like 20 years brewery. or 30 no. years. They really should capitalize on that. Just buy a little system. Yeah. Brew a goddamn ale. Brew an ale. i to do it for you. The brewery brew. It would do, it's, it's got the name. It sells itself. The brewery brew. I'd have the brewery brew. You'd drink it. Everyone would drink it. Everyone would drink it. I would it's drink just, it. It's a missed opportunity. Mm. Yeah. Least, I mean, that's a venue that I think has fell from grace I mean actually not that it was ever graceful but like I feel it that had it's place it, it yeah, had it's place it used to be yeah. not bad yeah. I mean they've done some renovations in there recently I think which has like lifted its game a little bit yeah um, like it feels a bit more inviting but it was sort of getting to the point where it was seemed quite dilapidated and like yeah. fairly run down and it wasn't really a pleasant but... place to, well I mean pretty the scenery ish. does yeah but the venue didn't look pretty no. it looked run down and They've got all new cement Edward style in the top part now. Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah, inside it looks nice, but yeah, it's just kind of like a facelift that doesn't hasn't done anything to make me want to hang out there more. Yeah, um, I mean, it's prime real estate. They should be doing as much with it as they can. Like, they've got the best They've got estate. the best spot of probably right any of the Right next to the big bars. penis. Exactly. Yeah. Just, just imagine, like, brewery on the water. Just imagine a brewery in the knob of the big penis. <sighs> That would be impractical. With your very selective craft beers up there. Yeah. <laughs> your yeah. real top shelf. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> your top dick stuff up and there. And you'd have to walk all the way up to get it. All It'd right. want to be fucking good if you walked all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be. It's just going to be subpar. And they could also like have some sort of bungee thing where you go up the top, you drink the beer, and then you bungee back down. Oh, you, you reckon that would turn out well? sailing at least. Oh. Something. Do something with the penis tower. I figure if one for the road wouldn't have got the insurance, that's not getting the insurance. <laughs> well, we've got the guy now. Sure, I just sling him stuff until he finds something. There you go. Come you on, just... Gus. You know he's like the struggling Simpsons insurance. <laughs> I feel like I don't know, Shannon. Say, we want a bungee jumper drunk person off off the big penis. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Gus. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> give it a crack. That's what you like about him. Anything's worth a try. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so types of beer. It's winter at the moment, so I'm quite fond of a stout. And He'd the, be getting them. And the He'd be best, getting them. And the best stout, in my opinion, 
and maybe this is a bit overplayed, but it's definitely Cooper's best extra stout. It is Solid delicious. Stout. It's consistently awesome, and it's super affordable. Good starting point for stouts. I'm liking where they're going with stouts. Like, they got Blind Monk's currently pouring one from a brewery, Arctic Fox, and they do a chocolate stout, so the chocolate notes kind of push through. Or you get your vanilla coffee bean stout. Yeah, I much prefer the more coffee-flavoured yep. ones. Like, the chocolate ones sometimes are too overpowering. Like, you don't... Yeah, you just get chocolate. Yeah, and, and like, get, nah. Yeah. I just want... You still need that bitterness yeah. in your beer. Yeah. I've never been super no into stouts. I've never been into the darker beer. You've, and that's totally fine. Like, everyone's Like, a dark amber different. kind of colour. Like, that's about as much as I go. Well, I think sometimes you've just got to be in the right mood to have it mm. once, and then you'll learn what there is to appreciate about it. Well, that's the same yeah. with beer. Like, I know people are well, like... We're, we're talking about beer. Well, no, no, you know what I mean. <laughs> beer in general, as a concept, I think when you first have beer, a lot of the time, a lot of people don't immediately like the taste. But when you have, first have Vegemite, if you're not culturally ingrained to it, you don't like the taste, you know? You, you just... Have to try a few. You just get suffer through it until you know it's good for you. Suffer through it, but drink what it, drink some like the right stuff for you, and eventually you'll love it. We have heaps of first-time beer drinkers on tour because a lot of people who book are couples. So you've got the guy, and he loves his beer, and but then the wife or the girlfriend, they come along and they're like, oh, I don't drink beer. I'm like, oh, I don't think you've thought this through. Why are you on the tour? Yeah, but they come along and I'm like, look, you don't like mass-produced beer. You don't like VB. Yeah. And <laughs> that's yes, understandable. That's <laughs> yeah. You're not getting that. So I'm like, look, you've paid for it. Just try the beer. And you they might end as up well. loving it. They're okay. like, oh, I've never had anything like this. I'm like, yeah, beer is the new wine at the moment. There's so yeah. much to try. Like, Except it doesn't come from grapes. That's it. Malt, hops, water, yeast. So have you um, mixed up some batches of homebrew? Are you um, into that? Yeah, I do. Um, currently getting a system put together by a really good friend. So, a system? Yeah, so like an actual All brewing right. system made out of old kegs with your tap handles. So, my current issue is size limitations. I've only got ten liters. Can't make. Yeah. Can't put enough stuff in there to make the beer properly. So mm. when I get this can pump it out um so potentially a one for the road um ale oh no for sale at some point no i'm not i'm not in that league i have a really good friend he made he brewed all the own beer for his wedding amazing his ipa is i've paid money for beer that is worse Mm. um i've got an agreement with him i'm gonna pay him for ingredients i'll promote his beer and we'll put it through one for the road because My beer's okay, but it's not. It's not that. No. Yeah. You're okay drinking it yourself, but you wouldn't want to... I wouldn't try to sell yeah. it. Not yet, anyway. I think I need a few more years practice. You need He's to refine. brewing forever. For my wedding, we saved bottles of Brewer Mai by Young Henry's, the oh, UMI beer. Wow, and, that's cool. Um, it was really tasty. We have yeah. some uh, leftover wreckage up oh, there. Awesome. Yeah, I have a big shelf. Of, I have a big shelf of leftover Brewer Mai bottles from oh, Young Henry's. That's I cool. I liked it a lot. Not only did it taste awesome, it was by UMI mm. so, and Young Henry's, who were a really good brewer. Oh, they're awesome. Uh, we got, unfortunately, kicked out of there on the Bucks party that Meek organized. Okay. <laughs> everyone else, because I, I don't know how it happened, but everyone else is a lot drunker than me, and they maintained that everyone at the brew pub was rude. 
And I'm like, no, we were just a bunch of drunk We assholes. were obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, we were obnoxious. Meek will maintain. There's a, certain point of, there's a certain point of drunk you get to where everybody else is rude and you are fine and gracious. You know? That's what I thought. Everybody in the world, rude. I think I was just aware. I'm like, oh, maybe one day I'll come here and I don't want to get kicked out. So. Maybe I want to enjoy this place. <laughs> yeah. Let's not burn any bridges. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> No, you wouldn't burn bridges with Young Henrys. I love Young Henrys. They're good beer. I don't they mean to screw things. It's just like we happen to be drinking the things that I really like yeah, to drink. and they're fantastic. So, they're sorry. Good. I did start to ask a question, but then I got sidetracked on Stout. Interrupting Kyle says, Moo! Yeah. So, so like, what's your favourite type of beer? Like, is IPA Seasonal. pale ale or... IPA will be, in general, I'll never be unhappy to receive one of those. <laughs> Like, like if somebody surprised you with an IPA, like here's an IPA, you'd never be like, oh no thanks, no thanks, <sighs> no it's to like IPA is great, but I drink seasonally and I try to drink a lot of different stuff because I get asked all sorts of questions about all sorts of styles, so you can't sort of limit yourself yep. to it. Um, so you want to be you want to be knowledgeable for when people ask what is things. Definitely. So and, so do you have yeah. a drinking schedule? Um, no, not really. Like, not a structured one, but in your Today head. Today, I will drink. But in your head, you're sort of thinking, okay, I've been drinking a bit of IPA, I need to switch around and... I just try drink. and grab a variety, like we've got... Now at Heaps of Bottle Shops, if you buy a mixed six-pack, you get 10% off. Okay. Yeah. So, you can get... You just... I just grab one of every variety I've never had. Especially, like, sometimes I'll drink through all Murray's beers or all Six Strings or mm. whatever the current fat is and go from there but then you get crazy stuff that's out like salt and pepper beer and uh leamington beer from quiet deeds yeah. that's totally worth trying that's awesome because it tastes like leamington so <laughs> i like the what? eastern murray's pumpkin beer when they have Easter yeah really pumpkin beer is amazing yes. pumpkin beer is so like, good um when i was in the states last year it was um sort of in september late september so it was sort of coming up to halloween time so the pumpkin beer was Oh, going Spreading. off, yeah. yeah. And it was, yeah, delicious. Facebook and Instagram light up with pumpkin beer on... Oh, um, yeah. Around that time of year. Yeah, so. and it's delicious. Like, it's And it's probably amazing. like a dollar in America or some shit because they don't get taxed to all hell. <laughs> like oh, man, drinking in America compared to here yeah. is amazing. It's affordable. Yeah, and especially um, in New Orleans when I was there, I was like, just drinking at the bar and then you've got a half a beer left and you're like, I'll just have this takeaway, take yeah. and then you just walk out on the street and you just keep drinking, and like that's fine. Like no one gets upset. No one. Well, I'm sure some people get punched, but there doesn't seem to be that um, culture of violence, it's which similar. you might find in some places. No one the leaders of the free world. It's similar to when we went to Japan, though. You get like beer in convenience stores, mm. beer in vending machines, beer from absolutely freaking everywhere. Yeah. And it's easily available, and yeah. it's in big cans and huge cans and teeny little cans. Yeah. Well, and I don't know what happened with it, but last year there was um, talk of them starting to allow um, beer to be sold in like um, petrol stations. Yeah, and they're like hit back against that. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it'll encourage drink driving, and it might. I don't know. We we haven't escaped our convict drinking roots. Like the rum days stick with us. I think like. It's like yeah, we we and problem like, is we must use it. We've got it here. Let's yeah, take it quickly. It. it could be gone tomorrow. <laughs> we could be gone tomorrow. But take the problem, it. The problem is because people expect that 
you know, the rules will never ease and yeah. the restrictions will never ease on that kind of stuff because it's expected and we live up to it and it's expected and we live up to it so but I feel like yeah, you just never... need to let the assholes like prove themselves to be the assholes and let everybody else like be yeah. adults <laughs> like, yeah, exactly you, like right. don't make the law or the legislation for the like 1% that yeah. are fucked because they're fucked anyway they're gonna do yeah. some fuck stuff just let them go yeah and let everyone else be adults. They're like, fucked. They're going to do fuck stuff. Yeah. yeah. You can quote me on that. I will. That, that, should, be, that should be a t-shirt. That should be the uh, name of this episode. <laughs> fucked. Going to do fuck stuff. I think there's better names for this episode me than too. that. But, you know. Okay, so I think we've just all finished the um, six-string gold nail. I'm about a mouthful away because we really need to What be... should we move on to? Oof. I don't know. We have... What do we have left? Got? There's stone and wood. And there's four pines. Probably make the jump to stone and wood, then four points. Stone and so wood, the then four points. We've got the Kolsch oh, and okay. the stone and wood. What, what did you grab? Pacific Ale. So I guess that's a bit oh, of a lighter. Oh, you can go either way then, really, because they're pretty cruisy. So, hold on. Since you know things about beer, mm. like here's your beer pop quiz. Go. What's the difference between a golden ale and a paler? Um, golden ale is usually just lighter in alcohol and less intense pale ale um, pale sounds less intense than golden yeah so pale ale is like a style golden ale's newer than pale ale basically with your golden ales it's just a lighter beer because you've only got two types of beer ale and lager it comes down to your yeast everything else is a distinction of that. <laughs> Yeah, we got a little uh, picture on our Facebook and it just shows the branch and it goes nuts. So your Murray's Whale Owl, obviously Ale, Golden Owl, Ale, Pale Owl, Ale. So they're all different kinds of Ale. Okay. Exactly What's the difference between an Ale and a Lager? Ale and a Lager is the yeast. So Lager yeast is bottom fermenting and it takes longer to create the beer. So Lagering is originally... German word to lager. They make the beer, put it in ice caves. Come spring, get it out. They've got this kick-ass, light, delicious beer. Mm. So the yeast grew to work in colder climates. So you have to uh, ferment your lagers in colder, colder temperature. Whereas an ale, top fermenting, put it on, it starts going pretty much straight away, and it can you can do an ale in about seven to nine days. I know it's a bit late, but like I gotta say, I'd really let him talk to me about beer while I drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he does well about that. That's a good thing. Alright, what's, what's what's what is a stout? What isn't a stout? Stout stout's just a style. Uh, originally, stout was an add-on to porter. So back in the day, it was called porter stout. Then it's originally transitioned to just stout. What I find personally, and not not on technical, it's just on my palate. Porters, to me, tend to be slightly uh, watery, thinner mm. finish. Yeah, I agree with that. Stouts, heavy Heavier. all the way through. Like the way you can the remember that is portery, watery. Yeah. Someone's going for apprentice tour guide. Thank you. <laughs> but, I mean, drinking a stout, it's almost like having a meal. Absolutely, like, it's, yeah. Mm, it, and it's they, filling. They right up there when you get like... Um, and it's, it's fire, fire boss, firehouse. They do a double coffee stout, and it's like ten point six. Coffee stout. Yeah. I'm gonna go and pee. You guys continue talking amongst yourselves, and I will get the beer well, as I come back. 
Oh, well, we were going to get the beer Yeah, we'll probably get the beer. Oh, we'll find it. But we'll get the beer ready That could be like six months away. I understand if you start with nothing. So, do you know you know what Crowler is? Yeah, it's one of those. Just bigger. Just more beer. Just more beer. Somebody said more beer. Yes, we have you more beer. All right. Oh, Four Pines? Have you guys been to Foghorn yet? Yes, I have been to Foghorn. Have you been to Foghorn? I have not. Gotta go to Foghorn. Oh, it's really cool, actually. They have the full, like, the stills around the back, and you can see them, and they're doing the things, and they're brewing there. And Yeah, they actually make yeah. beer on site. It's like Newcastle's first brew pub. We've had breweries, but we've never had a brew pub, to it's my like knowledge. You buy the beer and drink the beer from where they make the beer. Okay. Cool. Beer doesn't travel well, so that's like the freshest beer you're ever going to get in the it's city. It's good beer, though. It's awesome beer. The brewer from there is the ex-head brewer of Murray's. Oh, okay. Uh, we actually went to Murray's for um, my bucks yeah, we last did. year. Yeah. We went on one of the tours there and, and, I and whole drank many beers there. Yep. And yeah, it was a really nice day out. It's awesome. It's got, they got the grass there. We were looking at getting married there, but it was a bit too expensive. Yeah, one of my mates got married there and it was really nice. Foghorn just opened. But we have uh, Foghorn on tour now as well. They would be a good (laughs) place. Yeah, they're really cool. We're going to do our first tour there on Saturday, so we'll see how that... Oh, that's awesome. That travels. So probably should have asked this earlier. So how long does each tour go for? Uh, That depends on the number of venues we go to, so... Oh, because they have the different kinds of tours. Yeah, so so like each venue... About 40, 45 minutes at each venue. You get your drinks. We hang out and chat. We have... I have like kind of different segments. So on the tour, I try and weave a bit of a narrative of Newcastle, beer, beer's history. Talk about Prohibition, original... Originally how terrible Australian beer was. Like to get a cold, consistent lager, even if it is just new in Australia, is like the wet dream of our father's father because it was impossible yeah and fosters for all its terrible rap like was the original first successfully commercially viable lager in australia Mm. that shit's amazing Mm. like beer sucked ass back in the day so yeah we we bang on about that and just try and put everything in context for people because like you guys say we basically just get beer drink it meh call it a day yeah so I think when people find out about beer, the city, the Newcastle beer scene's very tightly knit, as I'm finding out. But that's okay because <clears throat> we're actually in tourism. In that they, <laughs> so, in that they all know each other and work. Yeah, with absolutely. Each other? In from uh, different areas, they've all known each other in one way or another. Some were reps to go on to be bar owners or yeah, bottle shop workers who've gone on to be brewers and. They've all gone on this sort of journey together, so... I've been Instagramming a lot lately, and I've been following one for the road. Who's a craft beer idiot? Craft beer idiot is a goddamn star. Who is a craft beer idiot? <laughs> he's, uh, his name's Jim, and yeah. he's, he's local here in Newcastle. He's originally from England. He's just the top bloke, and he's a bit of a wordsmith. If you okay. follow his, his Instagram posts are like a short novel, but they're the I, funniest thing you've I ever I have read. noticed this, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, he just sort of exploded on the beer scene, I think about 18 months ago. Does he do anything beer related or does he just drink the beer? He just drinks the beer and does his Instagram and yeah. people love that because Instagram, that's where the beer community is. I get really? I get 30% of my bookings, Instagram. 
From Instagram. Straight up. Why yeah. is the beer community I, on Instagram? I, re- I reckon because Instagram free. seems more personal and trustworthy than yes. Facebook or Twitter. It's like, yeah. look because, at my beer. Well, because like, you know that you can't do like promoted posts. You know, people aren't yeah. just doing it to... I don't know. There's just something about it that seems it's more, more, more personal. And yeah, and it's more direct. And yeah. If you go at... One for the road tours. It's us responding directly to you. There's no yeah crap yeah. in the middle. Like I mean, I guess that's the same as Twitter, but you can do a bit more. A picture speaks a thousand words. But yeah, like, and beer's very pretty. Like you got the head, the oh, light. You should see so the beer, beer photography. I would do a beer. I've got like <laughs> you know you would. It's cold and frothy and tasty. That's a good place to wrap it up because we're going to be doing more podcasting with Shannon from One for the Road because I've just decided, well, I decided about, you know, two minutes into this podcast that we have to go on this tour, Pointy. Oh, I agree. We have to. And I'm also going to chew his ear about my mate's Bucks, which is in a month and a half. And I'll uh, propose something to the uh, to the Buck. Can I come? Well, I don't know. I don't know if you're invited to the wedding, so I'm not sure if that's a thing. Aww. If I invite you to the Bucks when you're not part of the wedding, I don't think that's a problem. Yeah. Would yes. you accept? Would you accept a tag alonger? Yeah, sure. I'll yeah. slap a one for the road shirt. On like you. I'll find out when it is, and I'll be like, like, okay, no, I can be. like... You could just your... pretend to work. There. No, hold on. I could be your apprentice one for the roader. Like you could be like, now this beer and this bar, and then you could look at me, and I'll be like, it's good. <laughs> You can be the Padawan. It's good. Like how would that even encourage enthusiasm? It's gold. It's good. Let's run with that. So, uh, like, obviously, we know where to find you when you where you live. Uh, but <laughs> how do people book for one for the road? Uh, jump on the website or the Facebook. So www.onefortheroadtours.com.au. Uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Pinterest, all, all the socials. Jazz. I want yeah. to tweet him. All the socials. Well, you have the technology. You can do that. Ah, oh, don't need it. your permission. No. Where can people find us? Uh, splittingcases.com. And it's also got links to all those different places. All not right. Pinterest, though. I don't think we have a Pinterest. No, no do you have a Pinterest? Yeah, okay. Um, it's not very good, but we do have a Pinterest. It's do people there. follow your Pinterest? Yeah, people like Pinterest. Yeah, people you've got do to be on like the channels Pinterest. where your competition's not. So we are doing a uh, our first Splitting Cases live event this Sunday. Well, it's very soon. It's coming up in a couple of days, a day now. Uh, what's happening? Uh, we've got a, a little gig, we shall call it. Oh, um, little gig. At Moose's Abode. And yeah, we we're have, hosting a house concert. We are. And we have the lovely Sarah Humphreys playing. And also, Moose is going to do um, a couple of songs as well. Yeah, I haven't played in years. I doubt if you listen to this podcast, you might even know that I have played before. But I play, I do my thing. And I thought it might be a nice uh, nice little addendum to this Building Cases live event, having a set from Moose. And as I said, yeah, check out Sarah Humphreys, because she'll be our next episode on the podcast from the Splitting Cases live event. And has Sarah picked a topic? She has not. Okay. Well, we'll look forward She's to what that is. She's been mighty elusive so far on the topic, so... <laughs> That's right. Well, I don't mind a surprise topic. I feel like we've done enough of these episodes for us to roll with the punches. I think so, too. Cheers, Shannon. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Sweet.